Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Low and Zo Show. I'm so excited. We're back. Oh, I know. Yes. We're back. Yeah. And we've got a number of episodes coming your guys' way over the next few months. Um, and what are we talking about today, Zo? Today, we're going to talk about that experience I think all of us can relate to. And it's where you've sort of forgot about yourself for a moment, for a second, for a hot minute. You forget who you are and you come back to this place of remembering how incredibly powerful, unique, and magical you are. And we're going to be riffing on this today. Yeah, this is definitely something the two of us can speak to. And maybe you're someone who has never fully accessed that feeling of like just being powerful AF. And when it comes to manifestation, I've always said like, this is the energy. When you feel powerful, you can create anything that you want. Um, and yeah, I, I definitely lost sight of that over the last six uh, months or actually more like a year. Um, and we're just, I mean, we're back, <laughs> right? We're back to it. And we're going to talk about how you kind of what has happened for both of us and how we're accessing that power again and how things are moving as a result. So let's get started. I'm Lo. And I'm Zoe. And this is The, the Lo and Zoe Show. We're thought leaders and entrepreneurs who know that an abundant mind is the key to an abundant life. On this podcast, we do manifestation differently. We'll be empowering you to create your wealthiest life through sharing the principles of quantum creation and the infinite power of strategic identity shifting. If you've struggled in the past to manifest the love, the money, the success, and the truly opulent life you most desire, it's simply because you've been missing a vital piece of the conscious creation puzzle. And we're here to change that. If you haven't already, be sure to join us inside our Facebook community, Abundant Mind Tribe, for daily tips, mindset hacks, manifesting tricks, and more that'll equip you with everything you need to manifest the abundant AF life you deserve. Now let's get started. All right, everyone. So to start it off, I think we'll just give some context around what we mean by when you forget who you are and in the simplest form, it's sort of feeling disempowered or ha having this overall kind of essence of not feeling empowered about who you are, where you're going, all the amazing things that you've done and everywhere where you're going. And this disempowered energy can sneak up on us in a number of different ways. Perhaps it comes from a trigger or perhaps it just comes from not feeling like things are moving in alignment over an extended period of time. And you just sort of find yourself in this place of, Hey, like, I don't, I don't feel so hot. I don't feel so good. And how do I get back? Or for lack of a better term, how do I move forward into that next level empowered version of myself? So yeah, today we're really going to dive into reminding you who you are, reminding you how it feels to be incredibly empowered. So Lo, how would you describe that empowered energy? Well, I think that the like common term, good question, um, is probably like a confidence, but confidence like is almost too small a word. And a lot of the time confidence comes from like a very egoic place. When I say confidence, I really mean like a grounded personal power where you just like, you walk with conviction, you think with conviction, you speak with conviction, you know what your value is in the world. And from a manifestation standpoint, I mean, this is so much of our messaging around quantum creators. When you learn who you are in terms of quantum physics and how it is that our thoughts and our consciousness actually create the world that we are, that we are looking at you have no choice, but to start feeling really powerful. And when you're in that 
place of personal power. It's like, I was actually, I did a live stream on this exact thing earlier where I was saying like, we spend so much time trying to like undo all of our limiting beliefs and, you know, remedy things like imposter syndrome or perfectionism or procrastination or whatever it is. When in reality, we can actually elevate our energy and our frequency above like even being available for those things. And this has been my experience over and over and over. It's not that I'm like, oh, I'm doubting myself. I need to dive into the self-doubt. It's like, no, I'm not remembering who the F I am and what I am capable of. And when I do, all of those things just fall away because I'm operating at a frequency that they cannot access. And it's really that simple. Totally. It's like you quantum leap out of the doubt and the non-belief in the self and you quantum leap back into that place of remembering. And each time, like, I know sometimes we can feel like a heaviness or feel like a not good vibe. We're like, I just want to get back to the way that I felt before, but backwards momentum feels like a rewind and it isn't actually where you're going. It's the, the reason why you might fall into this place of forgetting. It's so that you can solidify your remembering even deeper when you come to that place of feeling empowered again, when you come to that place of quantum leaping back into who you truly are. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, we can kind of give some context as to why this is such a magnetic energy because, you know, manifestation is really about what you are aligned with or what you are, what you are observing in the quantum field, actually the reality that you have your attention on. And when you feel powerful, when you feel confident, the reality that you are observing either consciously or unconsciously is, you know, think about the last time you felt really confident. You're like, I'm going to go and get that thing that I desire. I'm going to hit this goal in my business. I'm going to get that job. I'm going to kill that interview. You are naturally thinking about the thing that you want over the thing that you don't. And it is this like way of being, um, that believes more doubts, less, you know, isn't concerned about validation from others or judgment from anybody because, you are like, you're just in your power. You don't really care about those things. You wouldn't make time for, you know, how other people might view you. You're like, well, I know who the F I am. So whatever your perception of me is, is, you know, all to do with you, not to do with me. And I say all of this from a place of having spent a lot of time over the last year, not feeling powerful at all. And I think this is where Zoe and I can jump into, you know, the origins of Lo and Zoe, which really was based around this conversation and developing a practice that would allow us to elevate who we were being so that we could have more confidence so that we could have more power. And if you've been around the podcast for any time at all, you've probably heard this story, but yeah, maybe you want to like, we can give like the Cliff's Notes version of what we used to call like your queen energy. And how that, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, I just like love this story because I feel like so many of us can relate to it at different points in our life. Like Lo and I, we were out for dinner at Mill Street in Toronto in the distillery district. And I think I was feeling all kinds of ways about sort of feeling rejected by this guy and just, you know, really starting to step into my coaching business. Like I had never had before. And there was a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of doubt around that low. And I remember you were, you were coaching me through this, like, so like, sell me on it. Like, who are you? Why should I work with you? And asking me these questions. And there was just this overall like disempowered energy within me. And it wasn't that I had, uh, disempowered myself by any means. I just actually hadn't recognized who I was. Yes. I actually hadn't seen myself or who I truly was. And it was 
from that dinner, we were walking home. I think I'm even like, we're going to figure out how to do this. And we're going to teach women all over the world to step into their confidence. Um, of course, anyone is welcome to join our courses, not just women, but we called it queen confidence energy, yeah. this queen, just unstoppable triumphant energy. And yeah, I, I feel like so much magic came out of deciding to step into that. And we both did. And it was so beautiful because shortly after that, you got your apartment and we ended up living so close to each other. And then it was just this season of queen energy, queen confidence energy. It was yeah. just so abundant. Well, oh my God, that period of time, that sort of like eight months to a year that followed that conversation is something that I regard so highly in my mind as like one of the, like just the most fulfilling times of my life. And this was like sort of directly for before the pandemic, but we had that conversation and I was struggling at the same time with the same thing in my business. I had sort of one component of it that was working and everything else. I really lacked confidence. And so in that same conversation, I remember saying as though, like, maybe I should just focus in on this one niche that I'm in. Cause it's working for me and go all in with that. And where the conversation took us was, you know, really guided by an understanding of how our subconscious mind is reprogrammed. And what I say to people all the time is like, whatever it is that you believe about yourself, none of it's true. It's just, what's practiced. It's just what you are familiar with because if you understand how the subconscious mind works, it's, it's repetition that creates new neuro thought pathways in your brain. And so having that understanding, we endeavored to create the neuro programming that would support a level of confidence and belief in ourselves and, and in our businesses as coaches and service providers that would allow us to, you know, attract clients and hold that energy. And then so we, we started doing that and that later became, yeah, um, Queen Confidence Academy. And then it was um, Abundant Beings program or sorry, Abundant Beings Club. Um, we sort of rebranded and, and changed it a little bit. Um, but what happened after just a couple of months of us intentionally speaking and thinking differently about ourselves was like, yeah, I mean, we both like elevated into, you know, I don't know, six figure and then multiple six figure businesses, um, inside of a year, like my reality changed so quickly. And that led me to 2020. Cause this was all in like early ish 2019 by 2020. I was like consistently just, I was killing it. I was hiring a team. Um, I money had become something that was very, like, I just, just I just believed it was always going to be really easy for me everything that I launched, I believe people were going to sign up for, like I was really grounded in my power. And it didn't mean that I didn't have days where I questioned myself or that I feared judgment or whatever, but it was like the majority of the time who I was, was feeling powerful. And all that means is that that was what I had practiced. Right. Um, and so then maybe we want to talk now about, you know, the topic of this podcast episode, which is that we forgot who we were for a second, <laughs> a hot second. Yeah, I think I'd love to give a little bit of actionable context to those of you listening who would like to begin to take action on this today. And it's just think about that next level you think about how that individual is operating and what their day to day life looks like. And then think about what are the beliefs that they would hold in order to create that reality and then begin to just do some work, reverse engineering that vision that you have for yourself and just imagine like, okay, if that's 
if that next level version of me has, you know, their income has doubled, they're feeling much more confident in themselves. They're showing up online in a different way, et cetera, et cetera. Like start to ask yourself, well, what are they believing about themselves that I'm not yet fully in belief about, about myself. And then just start to be the gentle observer of that, be the gentle observer of the thoughts in your mind and begin to create change. Because when you're when you're creating new neural, neural pathways, you're going to come up against a little bit of resistance. It's totally natural because you're practicing a new way of being yes. like Lo was talking about. It's conditioning in a completely new way of being. So there's going to be resistance at first, but then you just leap out of that. Like you literally quantum leap out of it. And you're like, yeah, it feels so much better to think about myself in this way. And if you're somebody who's just starting to become the observer of your thoughts, one thing that I always say is that truth is light and lies are heavy. Anything that floats by your mind that is like disempowering, heavy, uh, hurtful, or just has the self not feeling so good, that's a lie. And that's from the ego. And then you have the power to transform that into a belief system that celebrates your success, that celebrates who you are and where you're going. So just know that you actually have so much power within you to change anything that's there. That's not, not feeling good. Um, and yeah. And then I guess in regards to forgetting, I mean, and then, and then the title of this episode is that I think for me personally, I mean, there, of course, everything's a placebo and this is just, a, these are just stories, but, you know, to give some simplicity or some context to it, I'm just coming out of a very long Saturn return, like three years of my life of like lesson after lesson after lesson. And a lot of, a lot of emotional purging from childhood, a lot of medicine work, a lot of just stuff that needed to happen in my life. And with that continuous sort of healing, I've sort of felt like I've been in a washing machine and especially being in Bali, Bali is a very magical, beautiful place, but you can't hide from your shit here. Like not for a second, it will, it will come to find you. <laughs> so I felt like I've just been getting clean. Like my vibe has just been getting cleaned up. And so, uh, finally I'm coming out of the Saturn return. But what I'm saying is that sometimes when we have lesson after lesson, after lesson, I found in a very short period of time, and it can feel like a bit of a spiritual boot camp. It can be very difficult to harness the confident belief systems when you feel like you're not really working as a co-creator with source. You're again, this is almost like victim energy, but sort of feeling like, I don't know what's going on. I don't even know how to feel grounded in myself when so much is coming through and coming to the surface. So that's how I found myself forgetting who I, who I was. What about you, Lo? <laughs> um, you know, for the first sort of like nine months, maybe 10 months, maybe of the <laughs> Simon wants to say hi, uh, <laughs> of the pandemic, I was, I was really riding the high of the power that we had found. And I didn't, I found, I saw it as like an opportunity for the most part. Um, and I really thrived in that time, to be honest, it wasn't until sort of the second year rolled around that I really struggled with isolation. And then I really struggled around anxiety just to do with different things kind of going on in my personal life, some of which had to do with the pandemic. And I kind of, I really lost what had driven me forward for such a long time, which was, you know, this endless possibility that all of us have access to. And 
I had built a business around helping people to manifest their dream lives through the success of a business. Cause I, I mostly specifically work with, um, business owners and, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to embody that as a possibility for people while being confined to the four walls of my apartment and going weeks sometimes without even talking to anyone in person. And it just dragged on and on and on in Canada and in Ontario specifically. Um, and I, you know, it, I mean, it was a really like sobering experience because the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, I'm choosing my story about this. <laughs> and it definitely taught me a lot about, you know, just like, I, I think I have a much different view on life and certainly on my own privilege, uh, you know, before all of that happened. And there's so many people that had it so much worse than I did. Um, but, you know, I, th I think we all have some kind of trauma from the last couple of years. And so I just lost like what it was that had driven me forward. And then I felt so disempowered and I equated that to not being able to show up or be the person in my business that had created this level of success. I'd also taken on a lot of financial um, obligations in 2020 because of how well things had gone for me. And all of a sudden, all of it was like, it was, it was just a lot. And it was not a scenario that I'd ever imagined myself in. And I have to say, like, none of us could have imagined the scenario that was <laughs> the last two years. And so I have compassion for myself from that place. But yeah, I just, I really lost, I think what I would call my essence, which is like, I just thrive on the idea of anything is possible. I've always felt that way. Um, and really like, I love this life of freedom that I've built for myself, that we've built for ourselves. And I thrive off the idea of getting to help other people do the same. And I just became so disconnected. Like there was times during the last two years or the last year specifically, where I felt like maybe this never ends. Maybe this is life now. Like that sounds really dark, but that's where I went. I'm like, what if we're never allowed to travel again? Like, what if, you know, like, um, and so with that, it was just like, why would anybody want to start a business? <laughs> you know, like Now that's all different for me, but that was really where I went with it. And so I just, I just lost a lot of the momentum and then went into like a lot of anxiety around like, well, what, how does this look moving forward? And, you know, um, yeah, so that was where for me, I lost sight of who I really am. And also I think it just like, it just sort of, it, I don't know, it had me create new sort of emotional programs. Like if you're into the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza, you, you might, you know, have come across just sort of an understanding of how the body stores and, uh, even gets addicted to certain emotions, good and bad. Um, and so there's still sometimes when I'm like in a lot of anxiety about something, and that was like, not something I was ever very familiar with before. I was very much like everything always works out for me. <laughs> um, and it didn't, doesn't mean I never had worry or fear or anxiety. It was just like, that was so easy for me to come back to. And it's something I've really had to work to regain for myself. And, uh, yeah. And I've had like, I've had all kinds of launches that I just could not get my energy behind. And so they, you know, would have zero to sort of two people sign up and that's fine, but it was just such a drastic difference. Like my life looked completely different within the span of sort of about six months. And it was all because I lost my power. I forgot who I was and I don't blame myself for any of it because we've all survived. However, we've needed to over the last, you know, couple of years. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what that looked like for me. And I, 
I'm still in the process of like getting the momentum back to where it was, but I'm certainly like, I just, I'm remembering now and it feels really fucking good. (laughs) Yeah. It always feels so good when you come. Well, I don't want to say come back to that place of remembering, but when you just remember, because each time that you do that again, it's stronger, it's more powerful than it was before. And it's ultimately what's meant for you. Like you have to go to these different depths within yourself, these different depths of emotions in order to clear things so that when you rise again, when you remember again, that that is just solidified much more stronger within you, within your being. And you just, you forget less, the stronger and stronger that you build that foundation of remembering and that you focus on remembering, right? Because when you start to remember, you're like, yeah, this feels so good. Anything's possible. Like things are happening. It feels so good to be in that place. And the more and more that you can actually entertain and focus on really strengthening those neural pathways, you don't have to go back to the place of forgetting not nearly as much or to the same extent. If you do that work of rewiring, if you do that work of reconditioning the body, that way of being. And I think that that's like something so powerful to recognize is that each time that you guys remember each time that Lo and I remember, it's like no claim that this is here to stay longer than ever and claim that this is just the new vibrational set point and that there's no going back and focus. And I think that like, there's so many things that I learned, um, that I wouldn't give up for anything. Like I'm really a better coach than I've ever been. Like the things I can recognize in people that they can't recognize in themselves. And the only reason I'm able to do that is because of the level of self-awareness that I now have. It also led me to a real understanding of the nervous system, which is now such an integral part of my programming and even my own, uh, just my own mindset work, uh, or like, it's not even really mindset work, but my own sort of, you know, reconditioning work. And I've been able to make a real difference for a lot of my clients in a way that I never could have before, because as Zoe has said before on the podcast, you can only take people as deep as you yourself have gone. Have you said that before? Yeah, no, that's it. As a space holder, as a coach, as anything, like you can actually only hold space for the things that are as deep as you've gone yourself because the, like the universe is your mirror. It will bring people to you who are desiring to clear the things that you yourself have already cleared may not be the exact same thing, but energetically it's a similar vibration. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll also say that there was a certain level of, um, like unconscious ego that was wrapped up in where I was before all of this that I really wasn't aware of, but it was, there was a certain level of identity that I had wrapped up in, you know, the car that I was now driving and the amount of money that I was making. And like, all of that had to fall apart. (laughs) And I'm really grateful for that because I don't desire to get any of my self-worth or power or confidence from things outside of me at all. Um, and, and that had happened and I didn't even really recognize that it had happened. And so when I started to sort of, you know, question myself more and lose some of that power, I, I became very like fearful of losing things. And like, I mean, this is kind of, this is why we get so attached, not only to the things that we have, but the things that we are wanting to manifest because we are making them mean things about ourselves. Right. And all of that has become undone where now it's just like, nothing outside of me has anything to do with who I am, how worthy I am, how amazing I am at what I do, or how I'm able to help people, the role that I am here to fulfill. Um, you know, and, and so it's like, I'm, 
when we talk about coming back to ourselves for me, and I know for you as well, Zoe, it's not just coming back to ourselves. It's actually evolving into a whole new level of power, one that is not conditional on anything. And that's actually what we should be aiming for. Yes. The next level and then welcome mm-hmm. it again, welcome it and celebrate it when it starts to show up because it's a, it's a place that you've never been to before, even though it might feel familiar, you're remembering even deeper. You're, you have the ability to go higher or just feel more deeply into your power because you've gone to the depths to purge out things and sort things out that needed to be rearranged in order for you to have a stronger foundation of that empowerment within and to harness that and just create so much magic from it. And there's so much beauty that comes from that remembering because again, you can help and empower clients to remember the people in your life naturally like, and energy is everything. So as you begin to remember even deeper, you give permission to the people around you to remember even deeper, whether you're aware of it or not, you're actually energetically changing the people around you. And so there's so, so much to be recognized and celebrated in remembering who you are and feeling more powerful than ever and claiming it. And for you though, you've really like stepped up into your power. I've I've witnessed it over the last like month or two. And I know like you're moving into like next level millionaire uh, villa. That's what I, I'm like a millionaire is meant to live here when I see the photos of the place you're moving to. Um, What would you say has enabled you to really step into that new level of power in a way that personally I've not seen in you thus far? Yeah, this is totally new Zoe. And I love it because I feel like it was just, it was always who I was, but again, I had to dig through the dirt to like get here. So, (laughs) um, I would say what really got me to this place was a a long season, like I said, of just personal work and deep healing and all of that. But I would say there was a couple of things. One is that I started to just not instead of resisting the lessons that were presenting themselves, I started to work with them. So instead of feeling a little bit resentful when another lesson or another situation would show up, whether that was with my body, like that's been a huge lesson, my spine, especially healing my back. And, um, yeah, so whenever the lesson would present itself, instead of getting discouraged, I would immediately catch those belief systems that were feeling heavy and just say, you know what, I've healed this before. I'll heal it again. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And just focusing on being a co-creator with source, because I knew that, and know that as soon as the lessons are learned and integrated, you do not have to experience them again. And you don't have to experience them to the same extent. So I just started to I guess, metaphorically pull up my sleeves and be like, let's do this. Like, show me the work. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm willing to do it now instead of resisting it. Like, let's get to the next level. As soon as we can, I asked for an acceleration and that's what I got. And so, uh, but what I would say is that in the big shift, like I say, in the bigger shift that sort of has happened for me um, as a few months ago was that yeah, I found myself in this place and this is for sure an explicit episode because I already swear, but I'm just going to, I just should show up really uninhibited because I got to this place where I was, I'm so done with this bullshit. I'm so done with the lies that I'm telling myself. Like I got to this place feeling so disempowered. I'm like, this is not who the fuck I am. And I'm just really fed up and tired of this. Like whatever these stories are, whatever these patterns are. And I think it's so beautiful that when we get to that place where we're like, oh my God, 
like, this is really not okay. And I've forgotten. And, you know, we have to get to that, this really like bitter fed up place so that we can actually create a transformation. And that's like, it's what we do in core energy coaching is like, we take clients to the depths, um, like the root of it so that we can transform the root. And what I would say is that I transform the root on a lot of my deep, uh, seated beliefs about myself and feeling disempowered. And from there, I, I just blew it up. I was like, fuck this shit. I'm showing up differently now. And I just decided, but that decision was made from that place of going to the root. And, you know, I had to get triggered, trigger, trigger, triggered down into a hole so that I could decide that I was going to do things differently. And I was going to stop looking to the external world to give me permission to do anything. And I just started doing it myself. And I literally made it my full-time job. I made it my full-time job to focus on my belief systems, to focus on the way that I thought about myself and really filter through the, those narratives and those stories and continuously tell the story of my success. And I feel like I honestly, I've been here for about three months now, and I've seen incredible changes in the external reality naturally as, as they do happen when you go to work on the inner world. But what I'm saying is that it doesn't have to take a long time. You guys, like I would say yeah. the type of results that I'm presently experiencing a previous version of Zoe would have thought it would have taken a year to get here, but I'm just blowing it up. Like I said, I got so fed up. I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm showing up differently. And it's beautiful. Like bless the triggers because again, the triggers are always showing you where you're not free. And then from those deeper places, you have the opportunity to be like, I'm never coming back here again. Thanks for all the lessons. And I've got it. I'm moving on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with what you said about it can happen so quickly once you move into that energy. And once you decide like, because over the last year, like when there's been periods of time, when I have been able to access that power again, I like crazy things happen in it. It's like, it's like, I'm, I'm reading that book power versus force. And it's, it's crazy the way he breaks down the science behind like someone in their power versus someone trying to force things. And power is like an energy that instantly replenishes itself. Force is an energy that depletes itself. And, um, you know, it's like Abraham saying one person in alignment is more powerful than a million who are not. And, uh, for me, there's been a couple of things that have really helped. Like I've had a lot of experience with like, uh, like severe anxiety, I would say periods of severe anxiety that there's no mindset work that can be done to pull yourself out of it because it's an experience in the body. It's like a nervous system response. And so I've done a lot of like body work, like safety work I've done when it's, I I think there's a lot of power in, if there's something you're really resisting, actually going to that place and experiencing it in your body and showing your body, you're not going to physically die. If this thing happens to you, like around persistent fears that keep you out of your power, because you could have a day or two where you feel powerful, but if you have something you're really fearing and you're not looking at it and you're putting away, you know, to the side or whatever, you're trying to like, you know, pretend it's not there. It's going to keep sucking you back down. You have to show your body that you are safe, you know, from whatever it is that it perceives as being a threat for you. And sometimes that's meditation. Other times it's actually going to whatever that, you know, sort of deep, dark places and going to that possible scenario that you're resisting. And then from there, you know, once you kind of can kind of get yourself to a place of neutrality or safety, it's what Zoe says about rewiring your neural pathways, feeling new emotions in your body and really committing to that. And this is, I think the biggest shift that I've made where I'm like, I remember the work that we did, 
you know, three years ago, the story that we told where we were just very intentional about, we're going to think new thoughts now, because that's going to, that's going to over time become our program. That's going to over time wire new neural pathways. And I just sort of like became really present to that again and was like, okay, this is the story that I'm telling now. And I understand that it's a practice and it's a practice I have to commit to. And behind that commitment, there has to be a no nonsense decision. Like what Zoe said, of like, I'm just done now. This is not who I am. Thank you for the lessons. You know, I learned a lot and I know that they will serve me in the role that I am here to play on earth and I'm ready to be in my power now. And I really believe that, you know, the universe source life, whatever it is that you resonate with, um, wants that for you. They're not, it's not wanting you to stay disempowered for ages and ages and ages, but you have to go first because life is just reflecting you. And if we're waiting, like, oh, it's felt like shit now for two years, <laughs> but hopefully soon the universe will show up for me. It's like, well, no, it's waiting for you to show up for yourself. And then it will reflect you. Right. Exactly. It's like dark night of the soul lesson 101. No one's coming to save you. You've got to save yourself. And, you know, there's a multitude of ways in which you do that, but a big part of it is feeling it to heal it, like going to the depths, like feeling out the fear so that the body doesn't have to harness them anymore. The body doesn't have to be afraid. The body doesn't have to keep holding on to those suppressed traumas and emotions. If you just decide that you, you are safe within yourself and you can hold space for that, hold space for yourself to go to the depths, hold space for yourself to cry it out for, to feel it out you heal it. And then again, you don't have to be tempted, right. By fears or anxious thoughts, things that are, they almost feel like the way that I observe it anyways, is that those anxious thoughts or those fearful fleeting thoughts, they're coax. They're like trying to seduce you down to the root of the issue to feel out the fear. So you don't have to have those fleeting thoughts anymore. So you don't have to, um, experience anxiety anymore. And it's like the second you, that you just decide, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to feel it out. I'm going to clean it out. Uh, that's it. They, they just, they stop nagging on you. The anxious thoughts stop popping up the fleeting, fearful thoughts. They stop being there because you realize that nothing, nothing bad is going to happen because you've got you and you are powerful AF and there's nothing that you, that you can't do. You're unstoppable. You're a force of nature. They lose their power because you go to that place and you show yourself and your body and your ego or whatever, that you will survive whatever the worst case scenario is. And that's ultimately where so much of our anxiety comes from is that our nervous system doesn't know the difference between, you know, a, an emotional threat and a physical one, right? Because I mean, most of us, let's say the worst case scenario is like, being homeless. Right. And I'd say a lot of us, I mean, myself included, I luckily have family that like, let's say that was my worst case scenario. It's like, Oh, I, my business totally failed and I can't support my lifestyle or whatever. And, um, the worst case scenario is usually something that feels like death to the body. But if you actually go there, you realize that it isn't. Um, and it's not, I'm not saying like, Oh, go to the place where you end up being homeless. I'm saying go to whatever that worst case scenario is show your body that it doesn't equal death. Right. And that like, as much as it can feel like a horrible scenario to your ego, that's all that it is. Right. Usually, usually the worst case scenario is much more threatening to the ego than it is to the physical body. Right. And, uh, I mean, there's lessons to be learned around there, but, um, 
in terms of like being able to let go of whatever the attachment is, whatever you're making it mean about your identity in terms of if you have a certain level of, of success and you're afraid of losing it, or you have a job that you love and you're afraid of losing it. A lot of what we're afraid of is like, but I've made this thing mean so much about me and therefore I can't lose it because what will people think or what will I think of myself? And it's like, all of that sometimes does have to become undone. Right. Um, and so there's a lot of power just in being like, Hey, I know that, um, <laughs> Hey ego, I'm talking about talking to yourself. I know that there's a lot of things here that you're worried about, but I'm choosing that these are not really scary things or they're not, they're not, they're not death. You're going to survive through them. And as soon as you do that, you get to stop resisting it. Right. Um, whenever I have like weird resistance come up around, like, I love my apartment. I love it here. And I've had like weird, uh, a number of times where I was like, oh my God, what if he like chose to sell it? Like it's based on absolutely nothing, but it just comes up where I'm like, oh, my landlord is going to choose to sell it. And like the housing market in Toronto is just like horrible. And I'd never find a new place and blah, 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 blah. And the first thing that I do when that comes up is look at, well, what would that mean for me? Okay. Well, maybe I'd like find a nice house that's outside of the city that had like a backyard and I could like sit in the grass and like, maybe what I'm needing is like something slower, less noisy, you know, like simpler. Maybe that would actually serve me. And I get myself to this place where it's almost appealing to me that worst case scenario, <laughs> or it's at least like, I know that I would be okay. And then it loses all of its power. And then you don't create it in the quantum field. <laughs> Exactly. Because you're choosing to entertain your realm of possibilities versus the realm of unfortunate events. You're like, Hey, well, okay. Yes. If that did happen, like, let's explore all of the amazing things that could possibly come out of that. Yeah. The same thing. My ego loves to attach to like identities and like where I, where I live, um, geographically and things like that. And it's, I've been triggered to that place, or I think I might've shared it on the, the podcast here, but I remember a um, intuitive. She told me that I was going to leave Bali. And I was like, no, I love my villa. I love like where I live. I love everything. And it was like, I actually needed to go to that trigger and feel it out because I recognized, wow, my identity, always, my identity has been attached to where I live, whether it was here, whether it was in Rome, like no wonder I felt these sort of this internal separation when I, I left these things or somebody entertained the thought of me leaving these things or these places, because the identity finds such a stability in home, but then it's like, well, if this wasn't my home, what could be my home? Like what would actually be an elevated, expanded next step? And just like you said, Lo, and thinking about, well, what would it be like if I lived in a house? What would it be like if I had a backyard? What would it be like? And then, you know, you start to get your, naturally your realm of possibilities expanded and your confidence and those feel good thoughts just feel so open that like, oh, whatever happens, I know that I'm supported because I have already tapped into what support could look like or what that next level could look like. And like the growth involved, like our friends, Trev and Tara, they're like losing their house um, or they're not, they don't actually know it's being sold. They rent it and the landlord is selling it. Um, and like, they were freaking out about it for a while um, for good reason. They have a newborn and stuff like that. And then just over the last two days, Tara was like, I'm not going to be disempowered by this. Like I'm the creator of my life, whatever. Now they're planning this like huge excursion 
potentially all over the continent in their converted van. And I was like, I feel like you're not going to like, whoever buys the house is going to just keep you as renters. She's like, oh yeah, no, we're not going to stay though. If that happens, <laughs> like she in the course of a few days and they went from like, oh my God, this is the worst thing to happen. We're never going to find a new home. What are we going to do? We love this house it, blah, 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 to like, well, if they offered for us to stay, we're not going to take it because it's like, there's no possibility here. <laughs> like that's accessing your power right? Yes. And just making the quantum leap into empowerment, like no matter what you guys, everything can always be reframed into your favor because the truth is everything is happening in your favor. And when you catch yourself not believing in that or catching yourself being triggered by the contrary, just start to reframe it. Like, how can I actually choose that all of this is in my favor and spend some time in the imagination, spend some time exploring, exploring your expanded next level and abundance comes from that abundance comes from that possibility comes from that and more confidence overall of like yeah it doesn't matter what happens I'm going to be more than okay I trust yeah Yeah. and even like you know think of where this might take us I mean I had stuff happen with my old apartment and where it and I freaked out but where it ended up taking me was like full-time in my coaching business in way less of a time frame than would have previously been possible. Then I traveled for the winter. Then I found this apartment. Trev moved in with me. Trev met Tara through me. They got married. I scaled my business, you know, like all these incredible things that happened in the wake of my last apartment kind of being like taken from me in a sense. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, it's hard because there's a whole aspect of like, yeah, the nervous system like freaks out about a lot of these things. But I think this is like, it's these kinds of things that really bring you back to your true power, right? Like, and it's just like, there's so much power in this level of self-awareness and reframing and choosing not to be a victim for things uh, or sorry about things longer than you need to, you know, be a victim for as long as, as long as I don't know, you absolutely need to. And then be like, okay, I'm choosing again because I'm the creator of my reality. And that doesn't always mean that we can control the detail down to, you know, every last little second. It means choosing how you react to things and choosing how you relate to things in a way that serves you. Yes. Anytime you might feel that victim energy, ask yourself, like, what are the steps that I can take to get myself back to feeling like the victor? of this situation and the victor of my life and everything that I'm moving through. Yeah. 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 Uh, And with that low, I mean, I know that we've got, we've got some exciting opportunities showing up that will naturally expand a lot of people's realms of possibilities. So what do you have going on? That's um, really accessible to people. Yeah. So first of all, um, Zoe and I will launch quantum creators again, but not until August, but on the sales page, there is a waitlist link. If you guys want to, the last round was just like, so potent, like the energy was just incredible. So I'll link that down below for you guys. If you want to jump on the waitlist for the next round of quantum creators happening later this summer, um, for me, I'm actually kicking off tomorrow. I think if we get this episode out tonight, (laughs) it'll be tomorrow, a four day free manifestation mini course. It is called the luminary live stream. And this is actually a hundred percent about accessing your personal power and up-leveling your identity and who it is that you are being about the things that you most desire to create in your life and or business. You don't have to be a business owner to attend. And I love this live stream. It is, uh, it's reinvented from last year, but it was like to date, probably my favorite solo live stream series that I've 
ever done. The people inside of it, just like, this is, you know, so much of what I'm here to do on earth is help women remember who the fuck they are and what they are capable of. And on that topic, I could, I could write a book about it. I probably will at some point. <laughs> um, so I'll link that down below for, for people. It is free to join. And I know that Zoe has something that you are working towards as well or offering as well. Yeah, I've got a live stream, a two-day live stream event on June 1st and 2nd, and it's called Wealthy and Well-Traveled. And it's diving into all things, being a digital nomad, being a laptop entrepreneur, really um, either if you are curious about becoming a digital nomad, becoming location independent, or curious about ways that you can take your digital business or your income to the next level, I'm going to be diving into all things that just light me up. It kind of feels like something has been under my nose the entire time, like through my journey on YouTube, people always ask like, well, what do you, what do you do as a digital nomad? Like, what are your multiple streams of income? And I'm going to be sharing some of my best kept secrets or just how I do things in my life in this live stream event. And then, yeah, I'm going to be launching a program after that. Um, but yeah, it's just all, all things wealthy and well-traveled next level freedom. I think that's like, that's my passion is just getting human beings to that next level of freedom for themselves, whether that be internally. And then naturally that turns into or transforms into the external reality. But yeah, we're going to be talking all things freedom. (laughs) I love the name of that, by the way. Like, I just love a good, like, like name that captures you wealthy and (laughs) well-traveled. Like I might attend, but what I love about it also is that, um, that for so many people, they consider traveling something that like, you know, we'll stay at hostels and we'll like save every penny that we have. But the way that Zoe has traveled and actually the way that I've traveled is like, not that <laughs> like yeah. paying for beautiful Airbnbs with the best view, taking ourselves, you know, out to dinners and like beautiful meals and like really experiencing life as we travel. And that paradigm, like every paradigm is available to people. And Zoe's definitely the one to teach on it. <laughs> Yeah. So excited. Oh, I just love this. All the abundance, yeah. lots yeah. of good vibes for summer. Yeah. So, um, we'll link all that down below. You guys should sign up for all the things obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I think probably what we want to leave you guys with is that regardless of, you know, how you're used to thinking and feeling about yourself, who you actually are is powerful as fuck. Like just mm-hmm. period, full stop. I don't care what part of you wants to argue with us when we say that. Um, and it, it really, you know, it really is not a big a leap as it feels, as it probably seems to you to go from, you know, questioning yourself or always being riddled with self-doubt or imposter syndrome or whatever it is into knowing who the F you are and using it, using that power, using that way of being to create whatever it is that you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Thanks for joining right. us today, guys. Yeah. We'll have more episodes for you soon. Oh, it feels so good to be back at the Low and Zoe show. It's my favorite. Yes. So great. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning into the Low and Zoe show. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. If you're ready to transform yourself in order to transform your life and get personalized support and coaching from us while doing it, click the link below to read all about the Low and Zoe membership, the Abundant Beings Club. Until next time, stay abundant.